You're listening to The Body Uncovered. I'm Michelle Bond, exercise physiologist and published researcher serving clients since 1999. If you want to dig past the magazine headlines and learn how the body actually works, I'll show you how to develop a can-do attitude with a body that you can depend on. Stay tuned, and let's get Uncovered. Welcome to The Body Uncovered. I am your host, Michelle Bond, and today we are going to discuss a few foundational principles about cardiovascular exercise that can apply to anyone across the board, but moreover, really dig in to what is actually going on in the body when you participate in this type of exercise. So for now, we're going to talk about steady state cardio, and that is performing exercise that elevates the heart rate while keeping the intensity relatively steady. And the intensity I am referring to today is moderate, which is a little bit of breathiness, but still able to hold a conversation. So this steady state activity would most likely be moving the limbs in a rhythmical way, such as walking, biking, swimming, even dancing. This could include circuit training with resistance, but that takes a bit more skill to keep the heart rate at an even pace. So we're going to save that topic for another time, but I did want to mention it because it is a source as well. So as usual, there is so much to say about a topic, so I'm going to break this cardiovascular topic down into several smaller segments. So let's start with the amount of time a person should be doing cardiovascular workouts. Well, if you look at government guidelines that change all the time, you can get bad information, but I'm going to talk to you about what actually matters, in my opinion, is what you can do now. Where you can start and then, as you progress, see what results come from it for you personally. So let's start by clarifying a few things. There was some research some time ago that said taking three 10-minute walks a day had several health benefits, but then somehow, and not surprisingly, the message eventually got translated to that was the same thing as walking 30 minutes continuously and that you can get the same benefits. Well, you can't. They are two different things. Okay, now if you did 10 minutes of high-intensity exercise three times a day, yeah, maybe so. That's a whole different story. But if you're starting out and you need to consider, you know, your connective tissue health, doing very vigorous 10 minutes three times a day is not advisable at all, especially if you don't have an aerobic base built up. So... Uh, There was a study in 2013 that showed the outcome in overweight, sedentary women, I think between 30 and 50, Um, but the study basically revealed that women uh, felt more likely to stick to the shorter bouts of walking, the 10 minutes a few times a day, rather than 30 minutes of continuous exercise. So in other words, they felt more confident that they could maintain doing 10 minutes a few times a day rather than 30 minutes, maybe three or four times a week. They just felt like they could do that type of exercise more often and continue and, you know, stay consistent with it. But, um, 
actually the 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 working out for 10 minutes um you know a few times a day if you're just walking around it is good for the heart health and lungs and connective tissue and you know maintaining good posture but don't expect a lot of other results like fat loss or much change in strength or endurance there are just physiological processes that occur much differently when increasing the amount of time for the bout of cardio activity. So with longer durations, you have much more of a chance of more fatty acids or the fat molecules reaching the structure in the muscle cell, the mitochondria, you to use fat as fuel. So if you're walking for 10 minutes as at a leisurely pace, um, that's not going to cut it for those type of particular goals. So working towards longer bouts of cardio, like 30 to 45 minutes, is more ideal for the cascade of healthy processes that come into play during longer continuous cardio bouts. Increased circulation and oxygen uptake, um, increased endurance and strength, not to mention the ability, like if you were walking, to be able to go see something and discover things, like on a vacation or a cool place by your house. So you wouldn't be able to do those kinds of things if you just stuck to 10-minute sessions. So that's really something to consider. Now, on the other hand, if someone is significantly overweight or has orthopedic issues, then starting with just 10 minutes a day or 10 minutes a few times a day may be absolutely necessary and a great place to start. Then a person can build from that. But what gets me are entities just saying, do this to get that when there are absolutely so many variables and those are rarely discussed. This is why I get so many questions from people. (laughs) There's no one size fits all and not even just for beginners, but for seasoned exercisers and even professional athletes. Okay. Exercise is so personal and needs to be designed around very personal parameters like an assessment. And people get so upset when guidelines are set for health and there is a warning to make sure that you get there now or else kind of message. Then those that simply are not even at that level physically, let alone mentally, to have that confidence, feel so defeated and like they are just going to die soon because they are so far behind in years of exercising or can't exercise yet for a particular amount of time. I say don't think that way. There is room for improvement and reaping the rewards at any age, any physical condition. It just has to be approached and monitored appropriately. This is what I've been doing for over 20 years with people of all ages, okay, mostly 50 to 90 years old. That's been my clientele for almost 20 years. Uh, So I can tell you (laughs) with certainty there is a way to improve. I even help people in wheelchairs, okay? I work with what somebody can give me and we go from there, okay? So the takeaway here though is that there are no shortcuts. Yes, the women in the study that I just mentioned did feel more confident about walking only 10 minutes and not 30, but one must realize that you can only expect certain results for a particular effort, So your output is only as good as your input. And furthermore, it is in our DNA to move and move for a length of time. 
And speaking from an exercise psychology perspective, there are many aspects as to why somebody may not feel they can commit to, say, 30 minutes of walking four days a week, which is a great starter program. So if there's something like pain or not the right environment, like someone doesn't feel safe, um, or they just don't have a plan on how to progress, it can be defeating. It is important for someone to have a coach, a trainer, a group, or an accountability of something to add another layer of feeling connected to something maybe foreign to them. Because exercise is very foreign to many people. And there has to be a way to get people connected to the reality that the body can and needs to move on a regular basis. I have been helping people since 1999 to move. To move more, to move better, to move with meaning and to move with triumph. And programs have to be personalized. There will be more on cardiovascular workouts in upcoming episodes here, but for now, let's think realistically about our goals and are we doing what we need to do to get to them safely and sustaining them. That's really important. Can you continue this effort? If you have questions or comments or need more direction, please reach out to me at michellebond.com. You can subscribe there right on the front page to receive periodic updates and information. And you can also email me there as well. I also invite you to subscribe to this podcast and share on social media however you see fit. I thank you for being here with me today. And I do hope that you will consider seeing what you are capable of with your movement and exercise. There is a lot more to come. So stay tuned. I am Michelle Bond, and this is The Body Uncovered. This podcast and related materials is for general informational purposes only and is not meant to be a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Seek medical clearance before starting any exercise program. The user assumes all risk. Until next time, stay uncovered.